Hello, it's us with the podcast, Kate Spencer and Emma T. Hello, I hope you are well. So today I wondered if Kate would talk us through some of the meanings of common Kateisms and phrases that we use a lot with our tribesters. So I want Kate to talk about the meaning behind, first of all, tribester. Okay, Kate, go for it. What is a tribester? <laughs> tribester's just this little phrase that we've coined for Life and Soul Academy members. This is true. Because uh, we say to them, you found your tribe. And they say they love being part of the tribe. And we talk about it being a tribe of people. Tribe so, since 2016. Yeah, so, like we, so tribester is something that we say about Life and Soul Academy members. If you want to find out more, look at the website. Which is? Kate-Spencer.com Com. Right, the next one is, and I hear you say this all the time on videos, not to the point that it gets irritating, not that all the time. If nothing changes, nothing changes. Tell me more about that. Well, if you don't do the work and if nothing changes, nothing's going to change. So it's the old... Um, it's the Groundhog Day experience, isn't it? It's like the cake. It's We've talked about this, the cake recipe, about how if you're going to follow the same recipe every single time you make a cake and put it in the oven in the same tin at the same temperature and expect a different cake, you're, you're being delusional. <laughs> you're being a bit silly because you've got to change the recipe. You've got to change something. So... If you're happy where you are and everything's rosy and hunky-dory, go you. If you're not, <laughs> then you've got to change something because change needs a catalyst. Change needs action. You've got to get some verbs in there and some action steps in order to create change. It's not going to come knocking on your door. No one is going to come knocking on your door and say, Hello, I am change. <laughs> I am here to sort out your unless, relationships, finances, weight, health. Unless you're whatever. Ebenezer. <laughs> kind of. So, yeah, you've, you've got to put the effort in. You've got to identify that you're stuck, number one. And then you've actually got to do something about it. Otherwise, nothing is going to happen. So it's about responsibility, really. And I love that punchy phrase because the amount of times that's come back to save me. If nothing changes, nothing changes and it can be dead simple as well can't it it can be a little change even i think when you're very very stuck and when you can't see the wood for the trees even just a little change can make a difference even just committing to having six to eight glasses of water a day can make a difference to your physiology even just deciding that you're going to put a boundary somewhere or that you're going to get up earlier and start doing a 10-minute meditation every day, or that you're really just going to take action and reach out to a friend or a pair of a relationship, or whatever it is that you need to change, even just a little change can be a catalyst for a lot more change because it helps to get you unstuck. So it's like the first lesson in 12 Lessons, and if you haven't heard of 12 Lessons, go to Amazon or to uh, Book Depository or Wordery and have a look for that. That's my book, my first novel. There's a sequel, 12 Lessons later. But the first lesson in 12 Lessons is be open to possibility. Until you're prepared to do something different, nothing different's going to come in. It's the same cake. It's the same recipe. Love it. Now then, Kate, 
what can you tell us about something we hear you say very often which is you are your own best expert Ooh, well (laughs) i'm massive on take what you need and it really bothers me when people turn up on social media and other things (laughs) and they say this is what you should do let me show you the way this is what you really should do and i think working on your own stuff finding out about yourself find out your own triggers your own beliefs your own patterns your inherited beliefs your bullshit your self-sabotage that's the journey of you healing you and becoming who you came here to be and finding out who you are what feels right to you because when you do that you can tune into your intuition you know what you're gonna like and what you're not gonna like you know what you're gonna put up with and what you're not you know what you're seeking to bring into your life and, and what you want and when people tell you you should do this i think there's only one thing really that you should do and that is what you want to do for you and what you know is best for you unless of course they're a medical professional or or a legal professional and it's a medical or legal matter because (laughs) you know i personally would not uh, know where to go with that all the time myself but yeah take what you need from people tune into who you are what your life is about and what feels right to you and again on the theme of food it's it's like we've talked about the life buffet before haven't we (laughs) and taking what you need and and a little bit of this and a little bit of that and a whole lot of that and that really works for me and you know i'm not going to touch that because that doesn't feel right to me and that's totally okay so i think there's also something huge in there about not giving away your power of being your own best expert mm-hmm. don't let anybody else be an expert in you how could somebody how could someone know you yeah exactly be the expert in your shoes with your frame of reference with all, they, they can't it's impossible it's absolutely impossible so name it and claim it and take it for what it is i say exactly yeah okay You've slightly ruined the last one because take what you need was in there. But we'll (laughs) let you off. It's okay. Okay, right. When you sometimes say to people, keep in your own lane. Yeah. What is that? You're not just talking about... Stay in your own lane. You're not talking about driving. What are you talking about? I think it's like, it's find your your way, isn't it? It's it's like, stay in your own lane means mind your own business, really. Ah. It means you're driving your bus Mm -hmm. in the direction that you want to go in your life Mm -hmm. and actually you have not got the right to tell other people where they need to be going and also you need to keep your focus on your own journey so there's a bit there about not fixing other people i think it's okay to to chuck a map out the window (laughs) and a fellow bus driver and signpost them the (laughs) and signpost them and say hey dude there's a dead end down there (laughs) That's just okay. The, just the heads up, dude. Yeah, that's okay. Uh, oh, oh, it's one way. <laughs> Generally speaking, yeah, you drive your bus, you get in your lane, you follow your own map of life and of the world, depending on what you want to do and how you want to create your life, and let other people do the same, unless they're going to cause themselves harm, which obviously it would be responsible to say to someone, you know, that's not a good idea, in my opinion. But generally... 
I'm really big on cheering people on from the sidelines, on giving them tools, on if people ask you for your opinion or your advice to deliver it consciously. But let people get on with their shit. Let them stay in their own lane and you stay in your own lane. So, and there's also another aspect which you haven't mentioned there, which we do a lot in a collaborative. So you're talking about minding your business, keeping your blinkers on, heading up in your lane, throwing out the occasional map or the, the finger. But in a collaborative, in a family or in a work environment, sometimes staying in your own lane means working together, but picking what you're good at. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And it's plenty of strengths, isn't yeah. it? And that can be in any kind of collaboration in relationships as well so I hate cleaning the boiler I absolutely hate cleaning the boiler I don't like bringing the wood in for the log burner and I don't like cutting the grass and I don't like washing my car luckily my partner doesn't mind doing any of those things and he appreciates the fact massively that I do the ironing and I'm a brilliant cook so I stay in my lane where that's concerned and we play to our strengths it's it's the same but that's fair exchange and it's same in a in a work environment you know that if you're brilliant at something i'm terrible at admin i'm crap at personal admin and i'm also really crap at business admin i feel overwhelmed with it and i don't like it i can do it if i really really had to but it's a big time and energy stealer for me emma's brilliant at it she's really on the ball she's she's spreadsheet af she's got lists and post-its and diaries and all kinds and she does that and uh that's super helpful for me but i don't show up on facebook lives and i'm not very peopley mm-hmm. you know so we, we do pick our own lane and we support each yeah, other and that's, that's what great another one that i've heard you use quite a lot hurt people hurt people Ooh, yeah so this is a take on the fact that generally speaking when people are feeling a bit broken and they're not doing their own work that they can show up in a way that's harmful to other people they can show up in a way that's toxic or unconscious and it's usually because they're not doing their own work on their own stuff so for example somebody who's been through a particularly nasty breakup might feel very defensive might feel uh, very cynical and might feel very angry at life and they may not have processed that they may not have had any help with that they're carrying that around and they're massively wounded and they're going to show up in a very very different way to people who've done some work on that Mm. they're going to show up in a way that say for example that person um is a parent and you are going on a date and you're all excited and getting dressed up and happy putting your makeup on having your music on and you come downstairs feeling a million dollars and then they'll just say something really detrimental and cynical and nasty about it Mm. oh well you better enjoy it because relationships never last you know that might really make your heart sink and you might feel really shit after it Mm. and they've hurt you because they are hurt and they haven't worked on their own stuff. Mm. So I think it's an opportunity to have compassion. For sure. Um, and to see that when people are hurtful and toxic, it's normally because they are struggling. Mm. But equally, it's not up to you to fix them. And you're allowed to be boundaried and protect your own feelings. But to have some compassion for them and know that perhaps they're not a bad person maybe they're just really struggling and they haven't found a way yet 
to resolve their own unfinished business. And if you want to know more about unfinished business, look for the podcast called The Peeps. <laughs> <laughs> the fire alarm in my unfinished business or yeah, something, wasn't exactly. it? So also the, the kind of final explanatory one, and then I've got a couple of quickies. Fair exchange, what is it and why is it important? Because if you don't stay in fair exchange, you end up getting resentful and pissed off, basically, and angry. And then that festers and it can harm relationships and it can make you feel rubbish, which makes your vibration drop, knocks you out of your happy place and stops you attracting good stuff. It causes arguments and rifts and discord and miscommunication. So fair exchange is exactly that, where you feel like something is fair enough so you know if you're the person like i've said earlier in my house that i'm the person who does the ironing and the cooking and my partner does the, some of the the jobs that i really really don't like i feel like that's quite a fair swap yeah um and so do they however if i was having to do all of the above and they weren't doing much at all i would feel quite resentful about that or if it was the other way around if they were doing all of it and i wasn't really pulling my weight but fair exchange can come in lots of ways. It can be mm. financial. If we went out for lunch and we split the bill, that would feel very mm. fair. If we went out for lunch and I paid for it, I'm sure the next time we went out, you would want to pay because you want that feeling of it being mm. fair. Um, I'm sure a lot of people can resonate with the feeling of being out of exchange, yeah. which is the opposite, where you feel like, oh, well... I always pick their kids up from school mm. and they never help me or I lent them £10, mm. uh, you know, three or four months ago and they've never mentioned it or, you know, I'm, I'm always there for them when they need a friend mm. and then when I need a friend, they're not there for me um, or whatever. It doesn't just have to be, like, in your close relationships or it can be work. Mm. It can be people um, skiving work, you know. Mm. It can be people saying, oh, I've got to go now when there's still loads of tidying up to do and you've mm. got to do it or people not really pulling their weight. So it it can be lots of different things, but that feeling of being out of exchange isn't a nice feeling at all. No, and thank you. I think the last two, which we've got separate uh, podcasts for, just a very quick summary of what you mean when you say shit cart. Well, the shit cart is, um, is a metaphor for what we are dragging up the hill called life. It's all the shit that's unresolved, that we haven't looked at, that's exhausting, that pulls us back down the hill and that we really would benefit from stopping and sorting out. It's all the shit you keep dragging around with you. And for a longer version of that, with help to identify it, to shovel the shit, mm -hmm. you need to check out the podcast, The Shit Cart. Definitely. And finally, what is an asshole? An asshole is um, a little phrase that we coined because it's the person who is um, your friend, your friend, not friend, and they will come and they will uh, dump all of their stuff on you and ask you for advice when they don't really want any advice because all they want to do is get validation and attention for their story and then they bugger off and they leave you feeling absolutely exhausted you give them your advice the next time they come round they've taken no action at all nothing has changed and they've still got the same story and you go through the whole bloody thing again and again and again and again and they're just a complete asshole 
And I've also noticed your online asshole. <laughs> oh, yes. And this is somebody oh, who yes. will put a hand grenade of a post on. We also would class this as vague booking. Well, no, actually, not necessarily vague booking. They would put a hand grenade of a post on, ask for help, generate a whole lot of responses and never reply to any of them yeah. or give you an update. Mm-hmm. That would be the online version. But, okay, that was really interesting. Thank you, because we hear you use a lot of these phrases mm. and it's nice to get a little bit more context. detail on them. Do you want to cover vague booking before you wrap up? Because you've just mentioned okay. it and people might be Kate, thinking, what is that? What is vague well, booking? I was going to say you cover it. No. Vague booking is like a total bugbear of ours. It really, really pisses us off, doesn't it? <laughs> Worst day ever. Yeah. You you know who you are. This can't go on. <laughs> Some people. Yeah. I don't believe it. <laughs> oh, it's happened again. Can't believe it yet. Oh, so my favourite. Fuming. <laughs> <laughs> so it's when people post on social media with absolutely no context at all. A drama-fueled statement or post in order to generate attention from other people. So the classic comment underneath would be, you okay, hun? PM me. Inbox me. Is what you see all the time. What's happened? Yeah, because they've put half a story up there in in order to give you like this stupid bloody cliffhanger of a conversation that's got no context at all. And then... They want everyone to bloody message them. and, and Well, it does nothing but incite further investigation. Exactly. Which is drama and attention-seeking. And, yeah, so either put the whole story on or just don't bother. It's okay to say, I've had a really shit day today and this is what's happened, if that's what you want to share, rather than worst day ever, because that's just so lame. And My absolute cookie. personal favourite is WTF. <laughs> just that just that yeah what's Three up what's up hun pm me i know absolutely well that was really interesting kate thank you very much thank you very much it's emma good. the trumpet it's goodbye from emma the trumpet and it's goodbye from kate spencer life